Tweet at SFM Radio and at Bridget Masinga. It is indeed uh, SAFM. You're hanging out on the art of everything with myself, Bridget Masinga, on this uh, Friday night, the first official work Friday of uh, 2022. And uh, for our maiden essay feature, as we kick off the show today, we have a look at this local uh, diamond brand, Nungu Diamonds uh, is uh, the name. And they are a family-owned diamond cutting, polishing and trading company. Um, And if I'm not mistaken, but I, I stand to be corrected, I do believe it is a husband and wife duo uh, and his wife Ursula Bule is quite gorgeous by the way um, and they've started this incredible diamond brand that is now being adorned and sought after by all of your favorites featuring in some of uh, our local um, beautiful telenovelas as well by way of marketing and tonight we get to uh, find out the backstory of how this bespoke uh, diamond brand came to be. So he's already standing on the line Kialebucha uh, Pule is the founder and man- well, co-founder and managing director of Nungu Diamonds How are you doing this evening? I'm well, how are you Bridget? I'm fantastic, thank you. I- I'm correct in in the fact that it is a husband and wife duo that have gone into yes, business is. together. Yes, it is. It's, it's myself and my wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be to be fair, we started the business as boyfriend and girlfriend, then oh. later got married. Oh, beautiful! We've, we've, been, <laughs> we've been together for thirteen years now. So it's been quite a bit, quite a while. Beautiful. We love it when a love story works out because, you know, for all intents and purposes, though I'm sure the financial advisors in your lives will go, no, 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 no. Don't start a business together <laughs> until it's official. <laughs> we, we, at the time we started, we didn't afford a financial advisor. Now, now that we, now we're in it. We're in it forever. There's no, there's no getting out of it. There we go. So <laughs> backtrack us to the beginning. You know, how, how yeah. did this sort of love for diamonds begin? And uh, are the two of you both in the mineral space? Or was it a culmination of two different skills that really worked yeah. together quite beautifully? So, so, so neither one of us was in the mineral space. At the, t- at the time, I got bitten by the diamond bug, so mm. to put it. It was, uh, I was still in, in, in varsity. I was about to finish. And a friend, a friend of mine mentioned something about diamonds to do with his dad. The, the dad was running a mining operation somewhere. Yeah. And it sparked curiosity in me. I started researching the diamond trade and was fortunate to come across a guy who was uh, willing to mentor me. So yeah. as soon as I finished my law degree, I, I started my mentorship with him. I spent about a year and a bit with him. I went with him everywhere at the time he was in the diamond business. Yeah. A black guy who taught me everything that I know today. You know, I, he taught me where it is to, to get yourself licensed in the diamond trade, how it is that you get to know the likes of DBS or people from DBS, where you get your diamond supply and all of it. Yeah. And, and two years later, we started Mungu Diamonds, myself and my wife. This is in 2013. That's when it started. Wow. It wasn't all rosy. Yeah, as 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 it is common cause with starting a business, it's tough at the beginning. Yeah, but the mentorship laid a a solid foundation for me, and it 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 took off. I think in 2016, that's when we started seeing, you know, the fruits of our labor, so to put it. Yeah, the work we had put in, and 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 we 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 fashioned the business to become more of a diamond brand that Mm. is consumer facing, Mm -hmm. because you know most of the people that we were competing with in the space 
were in more the wholesale space. Yes. So where you buy the rough diamonds, you cut and polish them, and market the polished in South Africa and around the world. Uh-huh. But, but, but for us, we were more keen on giving South Africans an experience. And this, this came from seeing how diamonds were sold in other parts of the world. I mean, mm. I, I traveled quite a bit, mm. you know, in Dubai, in New York, in Las Vegas, and all of it. And when, when I was there, how diamonds were experienced was far different from how they experienced here in South Africa. Yeah. They were more retail-facing and you just walk into a shop and you choose something, whether you like the design or not. Mm. If it's what's on the shelf, that's what you buy. Mm. But mm. with us, it's more bespoke experience, you know, where you sit down, look at the diamonds, experience them, learn about them, learn where they come from, how mm. they're cut and polished. You choose one, we make one for you. Yeah. I mean, I, I rather yeah. love that angle to your story, sort of the the personalized, individualized experience of it all. Um, you know, I think from what I've read about uh, your, your beautiful partner in life and crime, uh, Ursula, she's got a slight <laughs> diamond obsession similar to how I have. And I think similar yeah. to how most women have. <laughs> but oftentimes, <laughs> oftentimes you're hard pressed to find, uh, you know, one of my favorite jewelers is one who gives you a teddy bear every time you spend money. I won't mention who they are, um, but I'm pretty sure everybody knows them. Um they, you know, it's very rare to find experiences as great as they are, but it's also yeah. very rare to find experiences where you can get things truly customized at whatever price point and have yeah. a really personalized experience. And I think that sets you guys apart from from other yeah. people in the luxury diamond space. In the space. And, and, and that's, that's where we were going. I mean, we, we knew that that wasn't offered in the main in South Africa. Mm. And what we were most passionate about was the story of diamonds, mm. right? These diamonds are mined in the continent. Mm. These diamonds are mined in South Africa. South Africa is one of the most renowned diamond sources around the world. Yeah. But when it comes to how they're experienced in South Africa, it's, it's far different, like I said, from how we saw the rest of the world gushing about these South African diamonds. Mm. So we wanted to make it a bit more, you know, take that amazing experience, bring it home, but also like put that element of, they're part of your heritage into it. Mm. When you're buying a diamond from us, we educate you about where it comes from. Yeah. Most of the diamonds we sell are South African mined. Mm. So you, you're wearing a part of who you are in a sense. Mm. And, 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 you know, obviously going back into time, you know, diamonds were not always looked at positively in relation to the African continent. Of course. So that was one of the things that we had to, to look at to say, let's debunk this perception. Mm. Yes, the truth is the truth about the past, but mm. where we sit today, diamonds ought to be experienced very differently. Yeah. And that's, that's what Nungu Diamonds champions. And my wife loves the idea of creating something for people from the beginning. Yes. You know, she, she's a fashion designer at heart. Mm. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> what she, she used to do. But these days she designs diamond rings. Lovely, lovely. And, yeah. and, and you know, I, I love sort of, um, the the repositioning of the story because as I was uh, thinking mm. about our conversation a couple of weeks back we were speaking to Axel of Axel Diamonds who I'm sure you you know um, yeah, a, no, a young a young diamond uh, jeweler as well and we were just talking yeah. about just him getting to the space as a young man and as I was uh, thinking about our conversation um, this evening. I I wondered for you guys you know how has mm. the journey been because it is such a contested space. Um, And contested because for those who want to get into it, who are particularly of color, it can be hard without the right guidance, the mentorship and the right resource. 
you know, by nature of how minerals such as diamonds really invoke um, mm. a sense of greed amongst those who are already in it <laughs> that they don't want to share it. <laughs> Absolutely, I, I, I think in in part, you know, I, I will I will credit the the government yeah. for having insisted on, for example, setting up a company called the State Diamond Trader, mm. where this is a company that's set up to ensure that 10% of the country's diamond production is sold to people like myself who hold the diamond beneficiation license. Mm-hmm. So one most important aspect of business was, was addressed in, in, in that way, which mm. is access to supply. Okay. You know, if you don't have access to supply, there's no diamond you can sell. Yeah. So, so you know, much much credit goes to government. But I, th- I think a lot more credit has to go to the entrepreneurs themselves. You know, people like myself, people like my wife. Mm. You have to, you have to be resilient in this space. Mm. It's, it's incredibly difficult to, to open the doors that are closed to us. I yeah. mean, if you can only imagine being able to not only buy diamonds, cut and polish them, and then market them mm. to people who aren't black as we are. Yeah. Sometimes. Some of our wholesale clients are, are white, yeah. and some some of my partners today, who I'm working with, are white Jewish men. Yeah. So I I think in how you fashion yourself as an entrepreneur also helps mm. because the the issue of black being black yes is a, is a major factor, mm. but I think what's beginning to count more is how you fashion yourself as an entrepreneur, like how I'm saying. Yeah. How how well you do with it. Your word is your word. Mm. You follow through. When you say you're going to deliver a certain type of product, that's what you deliver at the quality you promised. Yeah. In this way, people can begin to trust you when you build a, a solid business on the basis of that. Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, the thing is with, with, with fine jewels, I've realized that it as much as people like what they like and you might it might be hard-pressed to convince them otherwise, it is also yeah. word of mouth because once absolutely. you get one person to bite, I can't tell you how I've been running my mouth over those other people for the last however many years. <laughs> and, and it's... <laughs> And it's been based I'm, on... I'm sure they've been doing well on the... I'm no, sure they've been doing they have, well and well. they really do appreciate it. But they, I think they That's also understand good. to what you say about, you know, um, how you fashion yourself as a business yeah. person, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they've been fortunate that I've encountered two really incredible individuals in their chain that I've stuck yeah. with that have delivered on all these things you talk about, you know, That's delivering on the mean. quality, the service, uh, you know, mm-hmm. the deadline, the follow-through, the yeah. follow-up, and, and building that relationship with your clientele is very pertinent because you, you, you're selling a beautiful diamond but people are really coming not just for the design but they keep coming for, for the service and the interaction that they have with you and your wife. Absolutely Bridget. I mean one, one of the things that we say to our clients is there's a reason why we have a couch yeah. at our lounge where people come to see us mm. where we do our consultations. We say to them you know, have a seat, relax, let's get to know you. Yeah. Because if, if you're buying a, an engagement ring, as an example, you're beginning a life journey with someone. Yeah. You're going to have kids with them. You're going to have an anniversary with them sometime, you know, a mm. one-year anniversary, five years, and all of this. Mm. And these oftentimes are marked and celebrated by use of a diamond. Yes. So we want to become a part of your forever. Yeah. And in, in my mind, I mean, I have I have a, a five-year-old daughter, mm. and my wife is expecting a, a, a second child, my, my first son. Yeah, oh, congratulations. The, the, the view is these people are to be running this business in the future. Yeah. Now, if... If you're building a business for the future, how it is that you relate to your clients today has to ensure that you're selling diamonds to, to their daughters when they're getting married. Absolutely. So it's, it's all about longevity. It's all about becoming a part of 
that life story of, of each and every one of our clients. I hope that's part of your tagline, by the way, as you just casually threw it out there, <laughs> that uh, let's become a part of your forever. <laughs> I think you're coining it there. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I feel, we'll take you on social media. <laughs> I feel like it should be inside the box, you know, like fine yeah. writing inside the box. We'll it's, put it, it in there. it's just so beautiful. Let's become a part of your forever. Um, now, talk to me about the designs because, you know, we were looking at the designs and my producer and I were gushing I'm, you know, woman, we gush over glittering things. Um, (laughs) And they're not, as much as you do have, you know, your classic, usual cut diamonds and stones that we know and we're familiar with, but you also have a lot of exciting, intricate, um, very unique designs. And it almost reminded me of, you know, the one thing we forget when we have these conversations is that black people on the African continent have been bejeweled for centuries. Oh, yeah. And if you go to all of these museums, if you're in Egypt, mm. if you're in Senegal, and you see like the royal regalia and the regalia mm. of the who's who of society from centuries ago, people yeah. were bejeweled to the nines and their designs were yeah. intricate and exciting and vibrant yeah. and loud. And you guys managed to do that in the most delicate of ways. You know, to your point, we've always been kings and queens, yes? Yeah. So so when when you look at how it is that we, we put together our designs, and much of the credit has to go to my lovely wife, the, the thinking was, come up with designs that speak to who we are. Yeah. Um, if you're going to sell diamonds to predominantly black people, you want to have in the personality of the designs certain elements that speak to who we are as people. Mm. And, and to your point, we've... We've always known how to how to wear the best. We've always known. We make this example all the time about how, if you think about, I mean, we, we grew up in Mafiki, and yeah. there were these houses where the house would be small, but there would be the sitting room in the house with these big couches. Mm. Like the door sometimes can, can hardly be closed. <laughs> yes. Because we, we like big, we yeah. like nice. It yeah. doesn't matter how small the space was, but people go out of their way to like make their houses look like that. So th- that's the the sense we wanted to go for. So that in as much as we're talking about a, a beautiful diamond story, the diamonds are mined in the continent in South Africa. Mm. But we don't depart from how it is that our people are in nature. Yes. In, in this way, you, you connect the beauty of the diamond story with the beautiful designs and create something that people can identify with. So that, that, that's the whole thinking behind the influence behind that design. I love it. Uh, By the way, in case you were wondering, you just uh, joined us or rather you've just uh, tuned into the radio from whatever you were doing. Uh, We're talking to uh, Nungu Diamonds, uh, co-founder and uh, managing director, Kele Bocha Pule. He joins me on the line and uh, his wife is not with us today because someone's got to mind the kids while someone else handles the interviews. Uh, But he's co-founded this incredible uh, design space with his wife, Ursula, and they're doing incredible, incredible work you can check them out on social media uh for ease of ss access rather you know i've been working the entire december i don't understand why my english data bundles are depleting because i've been here um, so you can find them on uh, social media instagram at uh, nungu diamonds is where they're at as well as uh, online nungu uh, slash diamonds.co.za before we go uh, just so that um you know i know you've mentioned it that the diamonds are not just solely 
mined here in South Africa, but they are predominantly from South Africa. Which other regions uh, on the continent do you guys do business in? And how easy is it uh, for you to have access to that material? So through DBS uh, South Africa, we, mm. we've been able to access supply from Botswana, Namibia, Canada, and South Africa. So these are the regions where DBS does its mining. Uh-huh. And, and what, what we then get is an aggregated supply okay. from all of these regions where the mining activities are happening. Uh-huh. We, we would love to break into Angola, as one example. Mm. We would love to see the situation in Zimbabwe beginning to better mm. because at the moment, you know, that country is so wealthy in mineral resources, all mm. kinds of things. It's just that the political climate does not allow you to do business with ease. Yeah. But if the thinking is the more the continent begins to find a way to, to solve its problems, mm. the more you will see us beginning to use our natural resources to benefit our people. Yeah. Uh, countries like Botswana has done it, I mean, have done it quite exceptionally well. Mm. Countries like Namibia have done the same as well. So these would be the specific countries in the continent where we get our access. Well, listen, congratulations on a stellar job. Well done. Already my eye has landed on the black royalty piece. Uh, I really need to just get more affordable taste in life. <laughs> this is all that this tells me is that I need to get affordable taste. You can become a friend of the brand. Don't worry. <laughs> and I get to, to, to take things on loan, but I'll be the hey, friend man. that runs away with the piece. So. <laughs> You know where to find me. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, guys, I look forward to seeing the incredible work that yourself and uh, your beautiful wife, Ursula, are going to continue to build with this brand. May you be a part of so many more forevers. Um, and congratulations on starting a lovely, lovely local bespoke diamond company. Thanks a million, Bridget. Much, much appreciated. Thank it's you. a pleasure. It's at 20 to 8 o'clock right here on The Art of Everything. That was made in SA. Nungudiamonds.co.za is where you can find them online or you can find them on uh, Instagram and social media. Their handle is at Nungudiamonds if you want to have a look at what they're getting up to. The Art of Everything on SAFM. South Africa.